Good morning and welcome to another fresh episode of Music to My Beers. I am Zach Miller, joined alongside Warren Cluck. We are. Uh, we apologize for the last couple of weeks of reruns. We've been super busy, but today is actually a really big day on Music to My Beers. We have some stuff going on. We have some stuff coming up. Actual things to talk about. Th- beer-related stuff to talk about, so we're pretty excited to be here. We have a new feature we're going to roll out Woo! next uh, next hour. And, yeah, we have a couple of things we need to promote. So this is, uh, it's almost, hold your breath, I don't want to say back to business as usual, but we're getting close. It's starting to feel like an actual beer show, Zach. I know. I'm I'm excited. I'm ready to be, uh, you know, back in this new consistency of, of doing this every week. So We will uh, talk more about that, including the party we're going to be hosting next week here on Music to My Beers. Thank you for joining us. Uh... Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. And welcome back to Music to My Beers. I am Cluck with Zach. We appreciate you here this Sunday for a brand new, not a rerun episode of Music to My Beers. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. I, I enjoyed last week's rerun and just listening to that at home, hearing us talk about you know Christmas time and all the all the fun events that we were looking forward to in the year 2020. Yeah, Zach and I were laughing. You know that uh, some people think that we were doing reruns because of social distancing and not being able to get into the building restrictions. It was just because every so often we like to sit at home, listen to ourselves, and drink. <laughs> That's the real reason. Uh, we started the show with a, a couple of exciting notes. One, we have uh, an event coming up. I think this is the first time. The, we, we need to mention it first out of the gate because we're going to bring it up a few more times throughout the show, and we're very excited about it. Uh, we are going to be out on location for a, a live Music to My Beers event. Yeah, we're we're looking forward. We haven't had this brewery before. They opened up a, a couple months before, um, before quarantine, actually, and uh, Westwind Brewery out of um, Elkhart is going to be hosting us, and we're going to be out there from 4 to 6. We're going to do the show, um, like pre-tape the show while we're there, and so you can come and, and join us for a live taping of uh, Music to My Beers. We've done this in the past before, but this this one will be fun because we've never been we to had, this brewery, too. No, and we had talked about doing it just as quarantine started and plans just kind of instantly fell apart once uh, all the bars and restaurants shut down, but we're very excited to go out there, and, and uh, if you want to join us, it's 911 Plum Street in Elkhart. We're going to have all the information. If you follow Music to My Beers on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, we'll, we're going to remind you. And I know that uh, we're going to talk about it on the show during the week, and then Darcy's going to talk about it as well. So we want you to join us 4 to 6 on Thursday for our first Music to My Beers on the road this year. Oh, my gosh. Hey, it's, it's already July. Yeah, it's halfway through July. We're just now out on the road for the first time. So that's going to be super exciting. And I'm, I'm pumped to, to try their beers. I've seen their stuff on Untapped. Yeah, they've had a couple of releases, too. They've had some stuff where they've done like some Saturday releases that you can sign up and, and get beers to go. They had the bullets and everything. Um, but I'm really excited to try it fresh from the source, off the tap. And um, these guys, I've heard nothing but good things about them, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, they've got uh, Sacrifice, The Faithfully, Magic Elixir, uh, all their stuff. And I uh, plan on taking the uh, the taking the old van, so i got plenty of room to bring home some stuff. Yeah, load so. up, roll back. So if you need more details, uh, join us. The other thing we have going on, and uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about this, is if you follow the show on social media, we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago when I scored tickets for that vintage Dark Lord release. Oh, yeah. That's today. That's My pickup day is today, right after the show. And I can't pick it up until 2 o'clock Central, so I'm going to be cruising over there after the show today and picking up my allotment. And I'm pretty excited about it because... Uh, 
one, there I could get any number of different barrel aged variants. They're going to be, I guess, re releasing or getting rid of. But also, I, I'm looking forward to completing more of my vertical. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also a little bit nervous because I have a bad feeling. This is just my luck. Like, remember when they used to do scratch off tickets for variants? Oh yeah. You'd walk yeah. in, they give you a lottery ticket, you scratch it, and you win a variant. That was my first year when when I went out there. It was, I, and I got the golden ticket, so I got the yes. Yeah, I I didn't. Oh. So my luck is I'm gonna get uh, a bag later with four regular dark lords and a variant that I already have. Oh. Which, uh, which variants do you already have? Uh, I've got the I've got a French Vanilla Militia from a couple of years ago. I've okay. got a Lounge Against the Macro Machine from, I believe, last year. Nice. And the one that I, uh, that I want that I've never had is the Marshmallow Hanji. Oh, yeah. Because for, for a few years, that was the big one. I would take for, uh, I would take the Rari uh, Crochet. There's a, there's a couple of them, but I just want something I don't have. I know there are some, vari- yeah. there are some variants out there that are uh, less sought after. Turtle Dog comes to mind from last year, or the year before, uh, but I've also gotten the uh, I got I got my little thing written down for the wax because I I want to be oh. able because it's contactless the pickup later at Three Floyds so I roll up and I show my my phone receipt and show my driver's license and they'll load it in the back of the van and then I'm gonna go boogie to a parking lot and see what you got yeah, yeah. see what I got but I've got the I've got the wax list right here they're gonna they're giving they're doing 2007 to current so if I look down and I see a silver wax. That's 2007. Okay. They went black for 2008. Then it went white, green, yellow, red, orange, blue, purple. And then this is where the sparkly starts, where there's black with sparkles, green with sparkles, silver. And then uh, last year's it was like pink or magenta. Wow. So I've kind of got, I'm going to have, have that written down so I can look in the bag and at least kind of know ish what I got. But the reason we're bringing this up now, not just because I'm, I'm you know, being a, a braggadocious idiot, I'm jealous already. Is that if you follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, I'm going to uh, I'm going to unveil these later. I'm gonna, we're going to find out together what I got. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So follow Music to My Beers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and then we can find out if it's if it's hooray or it's like who cares. <sighs> it was a hundred more of the same. It was a hundred fifty dollar ticket. So I, I think as far as retail price for the beer, I'm probably somewhere within that range. But mm-hmm. um, it would be a lot more fun if I got bang for my buck and got. Oh, extra! Is it totally random? Like when they're placing those beers in the to goes? They said they containers. just they just were, they randomly package it and they randomly hand you a bag. Wow! Yeah, from what I understand, the bags are everything's because they give you the tote. Everything's already toted up. They just come out and hand it to you. Gotcha. And another evil thing they did earlier this week on Instagram on the if you follow three at Three Floyds Brewing is they said that they've printed up some vintage Dark Lord merch. Oh because man! Every year there's a new there's new graphics. There's like a new theme for the artwork and all the apparel and the swag that goes with it. And they've got, I think they saw like the 2010 or 11-ish uh, era shirt they have in there. So I just thought, that's another way to get into my wallet. You're going to yeah. do it. Good for you, Three Floyds. So follow Music to My Beers on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. And we're going to find out uh, in a couple of hours here, uh, unless something goes horribly awry, what I got in my Dark Lord bag. Yes. Fingers crossed. Is this something an, new, hey, something fresh? Is this an unboxing video? Is that what that's called? I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna do an unboxing video. <laughs> Can you do a video for us? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll uh, I'll do that. So follow us on social media, and we'll get dis- we'll get, we can laugh along as I get disappointed. Oh man, I can't wait. Today. I'm curious to if you do get a 2007. I'm curious as to how that one tastes. Yeah, because at this so it's point, 13 it's 13 years. It's 13 years, and everybody always says, what, it's seven, eight, nine-ish years is the farth you want to push some of these these darker imperial stouts, but I. I'd like to try it. Yeah. I bet they hold well. I think that's the difference between some of the others is that... The earlier Dark Lords, I think until 2010-ish or 11, 
were thirteen percent, and then the beer jumped to fifteen percent after that. Okay, so maybe the old ones don't hold up as well. But I would just like to have it. I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be a fun thing to sit down on the show. You and I can split it. But uh, and, and you know what? The other the cool thing is if I get doubles or triples of what I got. Give us more beers to kill randomly. That's right. <laughs> it lowers the bar as far as the special occasion it'll need to be for me to open it. I'm like, well, it's Tuesday, and I want to get day drunk, so let's open up a Dark Lord. Yes. That's so awesome. Uh, follow us on social media. We'll talk more about that later. And, uh, yes, I would love you to roast me on uh, on my video. The Music of My Beers breaking news uh, earlier this hour. We're going to be out live on Thursday from 4 to 6 at West Wind Brewery in Elkhart. We would love for you Woo. to join us. And we'll, uh, well, yeah, we'll experience the brewery together. We're excited. Yeah, I'm really looking forward. To it. They've got that uh, raspberry wheat with raspberries. It's called their Better Days that I'm really looking forward to try. That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm looking for something like to bring bring down the heat, you know, a little bit. A little I'm not bit. looking for big IPAs or something that's just going to knock my tongue out. Nice switch. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. And uh, you know, living on the south end of town, it's also that'd be a nice motorcycle ride. My, my new thing this summer is to ride to breweries that are just of a bit of a haul by myself. Yeah, get a bunch of to-go stuff, and then you know, motor scooter it on home. So. And you got a backpack for that too, so you can bring back two four packs or a couple of bombers. Uh, I think three four packs is about going to be the limit. And even because okay. I don't want to, I don't want to have like a seventy pound backpack, and I'm you know riding around and <laughs> I'm all unbalanced, and I you know lay the bike down on a turn because I got this huge sixty pound backpack swinging on me. But keep uh, one of those things. What are those bags called around the uh, the wheel, the back wheel? Oh, the saddlebags? Saddlebags, yeah. My dinky motorcycle's not made for saddlebags. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Plus, it would clash, Zach, with my custom paint job. It's this whole thing. Never okay. mind. Okay. Uh, it, it's a good day-tripping bike. I'll just say that. All right. One of these days, I do want to get a big, like a bagger or an old Goldwing that has the huge saddle saddlebags and the big trunk. Yeah. And then go for, like, big buying trips. Like, go down to 450 North or, you know, head out to Half Acre in Chicago and load up and then come home. That'd be a sweet touring bike. Yeah, and I find myself, like, other than visiting family, that's the only other thing I would use it for is just take the long cruises to breweries far away or, like, you know, head over to Wisconsin, buy some new Glarus, and then zip on back. You could do a summer trip where you just go around the entire uh, lake. But then I start thinking, like, man, is that kind of an alcoholic thing to do? Like, I'm going to buy this motorcycle so I can go buy have more fun beer trips further away. <laughs> Everybody has their hobby. Yeah, well, I did it to Transit a few weeks ago. I'm like, this is how to do it, man. Just take a lazy Sunday where there's nothing going on. You know, take 50, 60 bucks and, and pedal off somewhere, pick up some beer and, uh, and and go back. I've got six, probably eight weeks left of nothing to do, but I want to hit up Goshen Brewing. I want to take a, uh, you know, a scoot out to Yakida. And then I'm going to go a little bit further and, you know, zip up to Kalamazoo, maybe go to Bell's. Yeah. And I know you get that stuff down here, but it's just fun to, it's fun to do. Well, and we're spoiled in, in the region that we live in. We have so many good breweries, both local and regional here for us because, I mean, and, and we have, like, some of the top breweries in the nation, not even that far. Like, you mentioned Bell's, but then I even think about, like, places like Bear Hands and Yakida and um, Wedgwood well, out in and, Middlebury. And the fun thing, too, is is a lot of these craft breweries that we're huge fans of, um, you know, Wax Wings in Kalamazoo, we'll take for an example, they don't can their stuff, but they have crawlers available. Which is amazing. And I would never throw a growler in the backpack and then and then zip that home on a motorcycle. But certainly, man, a few different uh, aluminum crawlers. And, uh, and yeah. you can, so automatically, I mean, from the U to, to go everywhere becomes to go brewing. Yeah. And and those crawlers last longer than growlers. So you could, you know, maybe you go up there, you get a couple of them, and then you keep them for a couple of weeks. And you have friends over on a weekend, you know, and... Share crawler. Yeah, the one backpack I have is a cooler also, so I can, so I can awesome. keep it on ice when I get home. It's perfectly ready to enjoy. Do it. 
I do feel weird. I'm like, this is a booze cycle thing. But we have a lot of show to uh, to get to yet today. If uh, if you missed it earlier, yes, we're going to be at we're going to be out at Westwood's Brewery next Thursday. We'll talk more about that. We have a new feature coming up in the next hour that gives us an excuse to drink more beer on the show. We're excited about that. And later on today, if you follow the show on social media, I'll be doing the unveiling of the Dark Lord Disappointment or Dark Lord Delight. Oh. Uh, probably going to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. But, uh, <laughs> we have to get the people here in a little bit on Music to My Beers. A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers B Movie. Music to My Beers, back at you for a fresh week. I am Cluck with Zach. We're on from 10 until noon every Sunday, just about here on uh, Rock, your rock radio station. What am I spacing? A real Rock, 1039 The Bear. There we go. Whew. <laughs> I turned 40 a few weeks back. It's starting to hit me funny. The Alzheimer's thing is hitting you now. Yeah, I forgot where I worked. Uh, <laughs> we do this beer show every week, and the first feature we ever unveiled, week one, was a thing where we take some beers to the movies, and we we give a movie every week a rating system that's not very accurate, not scientifically proven, and rarely is the same from week to week, but we love it anyhow, and we call this thing the, the B-Movie. Movie. And you said we're going to pick this movie today because it's a celebrity's birthday. Yeah. I was just doing some research. I'm like, okay, July 19th is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. You know him as the uh, the guy who was uh, Sherlock and also Doctor Strange in the Marvel comic movies. So I figured, why not? Let's do Doctor Strange. He also has the fanciest name of maybe uh, anybody. Doctor Strange came out now four. It'll be four years ago in October, and I've got to admit I haven't seen it right off the bat. Oh no! I slept on it because I used to collect Marvel cards back in the day, so I mm. gravitated when the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe first came out. I loved Iron Man because I liked those Marvel cards. I liked the the comic books. I always thought Doctor Strange was pretty lame. <laughs> What's his superpower? I didn't care about him. I wasn't a big fan of Magneto. There were a whole bunch of them, so I, I kind of stayed away. I wasn't like a run out to the theater and see it. But getting into the world of the Avengers now, I'm like, now I need to go back and get myself together with uh, with Doctor Strange. I love the meme out there that he saw all the all ways in which the world ends, and he didn't predict 2020 or something like that. Yeah, or something. Um, I it's a good movie. I've seen it. I, seen I do it? own it. Yeah, um, and. Um, I think that it's one of the better origin stories for the Marvel movies. I mean, Iron Man, nobody tops that. But Doctor Strange is still, it's pretty great. He starts off as a doctor. He gets in an accident. He busts up his hands. He can't do surgery and stuff. And then he goes to kind of this meditation retreat type place where he has an out-of-body experience with uh, Twilda, Twilda, Tilda? Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, Yes. And she like basically punches him through a wall, or punches his soul through a wall. And we we apologize, by the way, if you are a Doctor Strange super fan right now, and you're just bashing your hands against the dashboard. Like, what is Zach Miller talking these about? Are, these guys are idiots. <laughs> but I'm basically just describing the preview, and uh, yeah, and then he's got a he, he can actually transfer or go through time and whatnot, many different universes and dimensions and whatnot. Well, I'll tell you this, you're not increasing my desire to see the movie oh, with this uh, rough-and-tumble explanation, but it made a gazillion dollars. It made $680, almost $700 million at the box office Ooh. worldwide, which is, uh, I mean, good for Marvel. They just print cash. It's pretty trippy, too, so if you're into that sort of thing, 
you want a movie with a lot of special effects and, and really cool scenes, highly recommend Doctor Strange. It won the Academy Award that year for Best Visual Effects. Really? Yeah. So no uh, wonder. Yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to check that out. The sequel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. I have a while to catch up on Doctor Strange because we're not going to get a new Marvel movie for the foreseeable future because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But the Doctor Strange sequel, I think, is penciled in for not next year but the following year. Oh, if there aren't any delays, so I've got a, a chance to go back and watch the movie. I've always wanted to go back and do all the MCU movies from start to finish in order. But I tried doing that during quarantine. Hey, I so much, wagon. it's so much movie, man. It is. I'm like, wait, which one did I watch last? And which ones? Which one should I watch next? Because there's like a, a whole order in which you're supposed to watch yeah, them. Yeah, like I took down Peaky Blinders and a couple of other series I did start to finish. But for me, that many movies that are that big that only get longer as they go on. <laughs> It's intimidating. My brother texted me the other day. He's like, I finally did it. Before I had to go back to work, he did 176 all episodes of uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, my gosh. Each one of those is an hour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I thought, all right, well, you've got the the kind of time, I guess. Uh, wow. The soundtrack for the Doctor Strange movie is uh, just orchestra stuff, just mm-hmm. your, your standard um, cinema fare. So we're going to go something from, uh, from the Bears catalog here. Oh, we didn't talk about our beer. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Go back. Hey. Again, that 40-year-old thing. It's real, dude. It's, it's real. It's all good. Uh, I haven't seen this yet, so I'm going to give this, only because I have them handy, mm-hmm. two 40s of Mickey's, because they're sitting in my fridge still for the last six weeks, Ooh. and this would be a great excuse to uh, to get into them. I think you should. I had a sip of uh, of one a couple of weeks back. One of my buddies opened it, and it's not as good as you remember it. And I don't even remember it being good. I remember it being pretty lousy, but even that, it's not that good. Would you drink both of them and then try to get punched through a wall? Uh, right. <laughs> so I'm going to give it two. What about okay. you? I'm going to give it one um, because I do think it's one of the better origin stories for Marvel movies. And I'm going to give it one beer that I haven't had but to me it seems kind of trippy and interesting. It's that Smart Mouth Saturday Morning because mm. of Marvel was on Saturday morning cartoons, and and also there's some magic that goes into you know the the different marshmallows and lactose and all that stuff. So I'm gonna give it the Lucky Charms beer and uh, the Saturday morning one from those guys. Now here off the off not off the soundtrack is just a song that has strange in the title. It's Five Finger Death Punch, a real rock one hundred three nine. The Bears, music to my beers. Hey, maybe we shouldn't take weeks off on end. No, because if we come back and we're super rusty, I can't remember where I work. We don't remember how the feature works. We will be live on location this Thursday, four to six, at Westwind Brewery in uh, in Elkhart. Yeah, Plum Street, right? Uh, yes, 911 Plum Street. We would love for you to join us. It's going to be a live uh, taping of the show. We're going to enjoy their beer for the first time. We're going to talk to Aaron and the crew and get to know the story behind the brewery because they opened up shortly before all this quarantine stuff uh, happened. Mm-hmm. So it'll also be interesting to find out, you know, what is it like as a new brewery navigating the climate of saying, oh, man, like we, uh, we've done a lot of stuff here on the station with Waypoint V Arcade. Uh-huh. And those guys opened their grand opening literally two minutes it seemed like before yeah. quarantine hit. So it's fascinating to watch how these guys, uh, men and women, navigate today's customer and business climate. Well, and I've said this, and I'll say this again about breweries. I think breweries, even before the pandemic, had one of the cleanest facilities. They're they're just overall clean because you have to be clean when you're brewing beer. Yeah. You can't have you know stuff getting in there; otherwise, it'll throw in the off flavors and stuff like that. So I think breweries. We're already set up with, you know, the the necessary precautions with this kind of stuff. And now it's just it's managing, um, you know, people coming into the tap room slash 
doing the pickup thing. I know that West Wind, for a while there, when everything was closed down, they were doing Saturday pickups and releases. And so, you know, you got to follow along on social media and stuff, especially to know when that kind of stuff is happening. So then you can make it a point to order beer and go and pick it up when you get a chance. Yeah, this could also change the way that uh, that some brewers work going forward. Where maybe mm. you have to look at the ex- the expense of having a tap room. And everything that goes with that versus just doing strictly beer production, uh, like a pick-up-and-go situation, and having less of a retail space hanging over your head to cover for rent every month. So I might get into this by uh, selling it out of my house. Come on down oh. to the south side for Zach Miller's Garage Beers. homebrew. Yeah. <laughs> Coming I mean, out of my house. It might not change how some people move going forward, but it might give opportunity to people who maybe don't want to have a retail space. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk more about that, and other some also some less boring topics, I'm sure at uh, at at uh, West Wind Brewery. Jesus, we're gonna be there four yes. to six this coming Thursday. Right, right, right. Hanging out, doing the show, and um, having a good time. I, I'm really excited. I'm 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 ready to try some some new stuff, and especially I'm just ready to get back to normal. I know, man. That's gonna feel weird initially, but we're going to have some fun. Yeah, and we also, man, we got a lot going later on this hour. We have a new feature we're going to roll out. If it sucks, we'll never do it again, but I think it's going to stick around because it's an excuse for us to drink beer every episode. Have to. And uh, also, we got to talk in news and notes later on in the hour about Double Tie Day coming Yo. up at Bear Hands. Yes, looking forward to that as well. Yeah, so we actually have new, legit, real, live stuff beer chat to happen on the show this week, which is why Zach and I made sure we were back with a brand new episode. And here it is, the pick six. Every week, I throw three beers into the pile. Zach so throws three beers in the pile. We give you a 15% discount on your way out of our store, and we call this <laughs> thing the pick six. It could be three beers that we want to drink, three that we've had the last week or so, or three that we're dying to get our hands on. And I'm going to go first. And uh, one of them is a brewery that I've fallen back in love with recently, the 18th Street. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah, I've uh, a couple of years ago, I got really big into 18th Street. I, I went over there a few times and then kind of fell away from that because I have beer ADD. I just I got to drink around. But lately, the price point I can't beat when I go in to a uh, to like Citywide or a Belmont. And I know that I can get a four pack of just about anything from 18th Street for the 12 to 14 dollar range, which. For four 16-ounce cans is great, but I recently had Here Comes the Reaper, Ooh. which I have not had. There were a couple different 18th Street brand new ones I've tried over the last few weeks that have uh, been pretty great. But it's uh, it's just it's a straight-ahead IPA, and uh, it's it's great. Between the price, you know, is it going to win any awards? Probably not, but as far as just a straight-ahead IPA, I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the second one I'm going to throw in my pile is uh, is another one that's really easy on the wallet. Is it the greatest juicy beer you're ever going to have? No. Is it going to win awards? No. No. Nah, but for $11 for a four-pack, it's a nice, juicy, and it's got a really weird, crispy finish. And maybe I didn't check the date on my can very well, but it was it was very juicy. You get the New England IPA flavors you want, that orangey, citrusy finish. And then it's really crispy and carbonated at the end, but the Rochester Mills Beer Company Juice Bigelow. Oh, I don't think I've had that one. I've had some uh, others from them. They're, they're stouts that they... It's been, it's been around forever. Yeah. Because I remember we had it first a couple of years ago, and I've seen it on tap at different places uh, throughout the years. But it's it's good, and you know sometimes I like to splurge every once in a while on some pretty expensive beer. Like last week, I talked about that Pineapple Memes mm. that was seven fifty a can. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do appreciate a good, solid, middle-of-the-road, not outrageously priced beer. And uh, that brings me to my third pick. Oh, yeah. And I've been doing, I've, I've called it my old school world tour on Untapped. Every week, every weekend, I'm settling into a different old school brew. 
and I did Miller Genuine Draft a couple of weeks ago. Yeah! This week, I got a six-pack of Tall Boys of not Coors Light, but the original Coors Banquet beers. <laughs> and the funny thing is, so I, you just heard me bitch about pricing on these things. It was $6. Oh, my gosh. For six Tall Boys of Coors Banquet beer. And it's like anything else. You know, remember when you were a kid and you're buying soda, then you buy beer, then like one day you go back and buy a 12-pack of soda, and you think, wow, they practically give away Mountain Dew. It's the same thing when you're used to drinking craft to the point that you're spending seven fifty a can. Then you go back and get six tall boys and you know, say what you will about the macros. You can be a craft beer snob all day. These beers have been around forever because they're incredibly consistent and mm-hmm. and they're they're pretty well done, man. The MGD and, and the Coors two weekends in a row have drank pretty good. I think the bigs figured it out early on that you can't have a bunch of different flavors and expect people to always come back to your your product, you know? Yeah. They're like, hey, this we're just going to develop a, a flavor, and it's called beer. I think if I'm going to try to swing for like some Michelob, yeah, in the coming weeks, I might do a I might do a throwback Coors Light, but I'm digging just just one one six pack of Tall Boys, and yeah. you'll be amazed at how cheap it is. Do that lager tour, yeah, and you know what? Like our dads can appreciate it's very session. It's the original mm-hmm. session beer. You know, your dad could mow on and drink beer all day because your beer was you know three point nine four point two percent. That's awesome. So those are my three. Two okay. two decent ones and then one really cheap one. Oh, I'm going to kick it off with a craft uh, a pilsner, a local craft pilsner. Because oh, I, I know. And we were talking about Crowlers a little bit ago. Um, Yakida, I love popping into when I'm over in Elkhart and grabbing um, a Crowler to go because it's easily shareable. My parents were in town last week. And we just, we got a couple of those. I took them home and we did a tasting of each of them. And one of my favorites was there. It's called a mock loop Pilsner. And it was absolutely delicious. Um, I could have had the whole thing myself. And that's 32 ounces of, of beer, which is, it's pretty great. It clocked in, I think it had a 5.5. And um, just your standard middle of the row, but hoppy Pilsner. It was delicious. Uh, the other one that I'm going to throw in, and we're get, gradually getting our percentages up now, uh, uh, is a nine percenter from uh, New England or New England, New Holland. Um, their Poets Brunch Stout, which has it's it's like the the poet, but it's got like some cinnamon and nutmeg, and I mean it t- and some maple, so it tastes like you're eating brunch. I probably should have had it in the morning and not the last beer of my Saturday night last weekend. Probably would have been a little bit better to save that one, but. Um, it's delicious. Who among us hasn't made that same mistake, Zachary? <laughs> at least I'm not opening up this one. This clocks in at 15%. It's the straight jacket from, uh, Revolution Brewing. And it's, it's a barrel-aged barley wine. Look at this guy with all the money in the world to spend uh, on beer. Dude, I'll buy one 12-ounce can and I'm like, I'm good for, good for that shopping trip. Yep. So I would throw a straight jacket in. It's one of the, Revolution, their whole barrel-aging deep woods program is, one of the best, I think, in the country. Yeah, and the uh, the Chicago beat writer for for their beer stuff, Josh Knoll, mm-hmm. uh, actually, he said that as far as he and the rest of the craft beer community in Chicago are concerned, they've kind of taken over the as the bourbon barrel aged kings. Good for uh, them over Goose Island, who originated the uh, the style. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, I would definitely, if you could find any of their stuff, any Death Star or Straight Jacket. And the uh, cafe the, death. The Belmont, the Belmont down by the linebacker mm-hmm. usually has something of that line in. Yeah, yeah. Available for single can purchase. So pick that up. It's good. And uh, joining us in the studio because we're we're doing a new segment, so we need a little help. Is uh, of the, her, she of Chick Pick fame, Miss Darcy Murphy? Hello, Doc. You guys are here on a Sunday. Could... Hang on, hang on. We got to get the microphones up. Oh. 
That's well, my... what I was saying. I'm just shocked you guys are able to make it in on a Sunday to drink beer. Yeah, we've had a rough it's a hard one. knock life. We're, yeah, we're starting clearly. to we're starting to learn that maybe we shouldn't take weeks off because the show has just been oh technical nightmare today. We're forgetting where we're at, what we're doing, who we are. What's my name again? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but this is a, a new segment of the show because um, we want to make sure that we indulge at least every uh, every single episode. This is called Split One, where we're going to take a beer that neither of us have had or that's a favorite we got our hands on, and every week we're going to split it and do a boom, instant review. You texted me about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, you mean drinking beer on the show again? Yes, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, Again. I know. Well, I, didn't, I hadn't realized you guys took such a break. You know what's funny is <laughs> wow, when, when, martyrs when we were, over here. No, before COVID, when this when this uh, office was filled with people and there were just people in and out all all weekend, all week, we had no problem getting just housed here doing the show. But once COVID came, we're like, well, we should probably be responsible because there's no one here to keep an eye on us, even though we could do pretty much anything we want. So, yeah, Zach, will you give us the first beer for this week's uh, split one? You were excited. We've had this one before, but it's something that's not available often. And when it is, it is hard to get your hands on. Man, I was super excited to see this because um, I had it last year. And I know that Hop Station was one because, of the first places that had it, too. Yeah, that's where I tried it for the first time. It's the Rocket Popsicle Sour from Untitled Art. And this one brings back childhood memories. They're my favorite brewery. They're like my new favorite brewery. And this beer is really funny because you That's think plenty for me. Thank you. <laughs> you start thinking, all right, it's a it's a rocket pop, and and it looks like uh it looks like it's melted down into a rocket pop. It's blue. It's it neon. Just like that, it makes you think of like being a kid. Yeah. So Darcy, why don't you go first and give us your uh your on site review? Is this mine? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run and get another glass. All right. Wow, that's that's really good. It makes you think of those like um. What are the the color? Those little they look like a barrel and they had a foil top. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, God, what are those called? Those juices that you give yeah, kids. Yeah, that's what this makes me think of. One because it's an unnatural blue color. Like this isn't something you see out in the wild. But it also that flavor. It is really good. What this, is the what is the ABV on this? Five uh, percent. It's awesome. And this is also a beer that like, ten years ago you would never imagine one there being a beer this blue or that this flavor profile would be something that everyone's like, hey, we should try this. It just, I mean, just the smell brings back the flood of memories of yeah. that Rocket Pop with all the different, like you have the cherry, the the black, or the blue raspberry and it's, lemon. It's that artificially made in a can blueberry flavor. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love like, it. Like a, like, like I a, could drink a million of these. The blue, yeah. I mean, a reasonable amount. The, the blue flavor ice, it smells just like yeah. that blue popsicle So as far as them saying that this is what it tastes like, this is what it is, uh, it's incredible. Zach, you want to give us your review? My review, are we doing numbers? Are we doing like a yeah, something just, out of five? Mm. Well, you know, we should do like that one office episode where they went to the lake where we all give it something else. Like you give it a Ooh. star, like how many stars and Warren will give it a number and I could give it like a color. I'm going to give it, um, I'm going to give it uh, two Benjamins. <laughs> <laughs> two, two out of two. Two out of two Benjamins? Yeah. That's, that's my review. Uh, the only thing I don't like about this beer is that when you find it, it's always v- available in extremely limited quantity, whether it's on tap or in the store, because this would be a great one to get a four-pack of and spend all afternoon crushing them, because one, it's super, super refreshing. Like, it's, it's almost like Gatorade, but it's booze. 
I uh, I actually did pick up a four pack of it when I was at Citywide. I can't originally money this guy. Whew, I saw wow. the can on the shelf and I was like, oh my gosh, I need that. That that is this beer. part of your weekly quarantine rollerblading trip? It was. <laughs> <in fact. laughs> yeah, if you're somewhere in South Bend on any given weekend, you can see a shirtless Zach Miller rollerblading to a, to a bottle it? shop. No, I'm not. Oh, oh no, he's going straight John Junior style, taking his shirt off and rollerblading to wherever he's going. Maybe I'll do that if it's hot enough next Saturday. It will be. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give this uh, three out of three Dark Lord variants that I already have that I'm going to get mm. later on today. My rating system is going to change every week, but I mean, it's it's a fun color. Also, where was this when we were kids and like fans of underage drinking? Could you imagine sneaking into group? Could you imagine being one of Zach's kids and you sneak a beer out of Dad's fridge right. and it's this? It's made. I mean, it's delicious. Yeah, this is a perfect awesome. beer for children. I don't think they put that on the label. You know what? I would not say that because that's a liability. I think that it is a perfect beer for anyone of um, a drinking age, twenty-one or over. All right. Well, now that you're here, you may as well knock out a chick pick, Miss Killjoy. <laughs> hey, don't say kids should drink this. Perfect for your first beer ever yeah. as a 21-year-old. As a 21-year-old. Okay, that'll do yeah. it. So why don't we just uh, we'll slide right into the chick pick. Hey, it starts with your chick pick. So I'm going to pick a beer that just came out, the Mango Oberon. Now, I'm not going to lie and pretend that I love Oberon. I don't. In fact, I don't like Oberon. You drink it once a year because you have to because it's Oberon Day and you get really pumped. But this Mango Oberon, it's different. I don't usually like wheat beers, but this one's really tropical fruity. I love it. Plus, it's the Oberon, so it has the Bell's name and it's consistent every time you get it. If this comes out again, it will be just like the last time you had it. And it clocks in at about 5.8% and perfect for hot weather. You need something light and refreshing for hot weather like we have right now. I was at Bell's three or four years ago. They did, a, and you had it too, the Habanero Oberon. Yeah. And that was one of the first spicy, like super spicy beers I had. And you don't get a lot of it up front, but it comes right back yeah. on the swallow. But oh, mm. I think overall, I think all three of us, I think everybody just kind of outgrew it. Like 10, 15 years ago, it was, you know. That was my first beer. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> See, I didn't grow like I didn't grow up in this area. So for me, I like I'd never heard of Oberon. And then everyone made a big deal out of it the first year I lived in Michigan. And so I went and I had an Oberon. And I'm like, this is not my favorite, is what I thought. Oh. <laughs> It's orangey. It's it or, is a blue moon essentially. It, there, mm-hmm. there are beers that I enjoy more, but it does taste like summertime, Midwest yeah. summertime, Midwest summertime. It's like the the spring spring break all over again. What's your What's your chick pick song to oh, go to go I'm, with your mango Oberon? I'm gonna pick um the Scorpions' Winds of Change for no particular reason. All right. We are going to West Wind Brewery. That's why I picked it. I'm so in tune with you guys. We're like this. No, see, we shouldn't take weeks off. It makes the show lousy. Or this might be our best show yet. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, I bet it's going to win an IBA. Okay. (laughs) All right. Back at it again with some news and notes and some actually new news and notes for you. Yeah, during Um, the quarantine, when we were doing the show, there was nothing to talk about. So this is the part of the show we were just like, man, I hope hope this ends soon. And uh, it might not ever return to, to life as normal, but now we actually have some beer-related things to look forward to, Zachary. Yes, some events and actual releases. Uh, one of our favorite releases that happens every year in and around August is uh, Bear Hands Double Tie Day. They made the announcement a couple of weeks ago, and I we got to share all the info on our Facebook page. But if you go to DoubleTieDay.com... That's where you can get the uh, the tickets and, and the info and the allotment of what they're offering. There's a there's a couple of different tiers that if you want, you know, all the variants or some of the variants, a variant and double tie, um, it's 
it's one of my favorite days, honestly, because we go out there, we record the show and hang out. We get to try a couple of different samples of, of what they've got. And a lot of times they have guest breweries out there as well. So you can try. Yeah, it's all the fun of like a cigar city or like a uh, it's all the fun of like a Tampa beer week. Yeah, well, it's right over here in Granger. Yeah, and it's uh, from noon until 9. I know that this year, because of the uh, COVID restrictions and everything, they're limiting the amount of people that can actually come and uh, get tickets uh, as well. So um, you got to get those ASAP, especially if you want to be a part of the event this year. So DoubleTieDay.com is where you'll find that. And then, uh, like Darcy mentioned in her chick pick, uh, that's a new beer release that just came out. It's the Mango Oberon um, that's... In four packs, you picked up a four pack. Yeah, here. unlike actual Oberon, they're only selling it in four packs, which uh, it's it's kind of neat. Yeah, and it's a pretty good price point I think too. It was like eleven bucks, not bad. Ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's just one of the we were talking about too a little bit off the air. Like they should continue doing this every single year, like releasing a new one off of the Oberon. And I don't know, I don't know if they're going to release an Uberon, which Uberon is the barrel aged version of Oberon. I or, totally missed the boat on that. Man, it's it's good. It's I want to say it's Oberon on rum barrels, but I may be totally wrong about that. It's been a couple of years since I had it, maybe like five or six, um, since I actually tried it at Fiddler's right off the draft. Wheat, wheat beers work, I think, really – I think they would work really good if you started you know, cramming them full of different uh, adjunct flavors. Yeah, I could imagine like a raspberry orange wheat, something like that, or uh, what else goes good with – mango? mango orange is king – Maybe pineapple yeah, with that? or like a gumball head maybe with like a real smoky pepper finish. Ooh, that sounds really good. I Or I it could be terrible. I have no idea. Yeah. Hey, Three Floyds, we're going to steal our ideas. Try right, it. Right, right. Um, and then the other thing is this coming Thursday. Thursday, you can join us at Westwind Brewery for our first ever this year, right? This is our first out-and-about experience that yep. we've had. Last year, we had several, and it was a lot of fun. But this year... We're half over halfway through the year, and we finally get to go out and uh, try beer in in an establishment. So we're going to actually be at Westwind Brewery in Elkhart. They're off of Plum Street. Um, we're going to be there from four to six p.m. recording the show and also trying trying some stuff. So you can come, be a part of the show, maybe do uh, do uh, the beer tasting with us. Like, um, yeah, maybe we'll have you jump in on the pick six or give you uh, give you a chance to review one of Westwind's beer for yourself. Yeah. And then we'll uh, split one. We'll do that, too. That's Thursday. And, uh, again, follow us on Facebook. And also, join the Facebook group. Follow us on all social media later because a couple hours from now, I'm going to uh, unbox. And we're, we're going to find out. I'm not going to I'm not gonna peek. We're going to find out together what I get in my bag of Dark Lord uh, mixed variants. I'm and, so excited uh, for you. This feels like Christmas. I know. I know. I, I'm excited. But also, unlike Christmas, there's a little like, I'm probably going to get hosed. <laughs> like, Christmas, I knew I was going to get presents. But, socks uh, again. Yeah. Well, usually, I'd always like, no, socks are always appreciated, but I don't want socks from three Floyds later. So, <laughs> thank you for joining us, and thank you for being patient through the uh, couple of weeks of reruns we just sat through. And uh, we're glad to be back. It's Zach. It's Cluck. It's Music to My Beers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.